Hello, and welcome to Vibrant Life Allies. I'm your host, Lisa, the Life Coach. As a life coach, I help women and men break free from self-limiting beliefs, overcome anxiety, perfectionism, and imposter syndrome to live healthier, happier lives. And I have such a passion for what I do that I want everyone to experience coaching. So this podcast introduces you to coaches and in the future, other experts and entrepreneurs that can help you live happy, healthier, more vibrant lives. And today is no exception. I am speaking with business and life coach, Stephanie Heller. She has an amazing story. She was a personal chef. She built this huge personal chef business and, you know, just wanted to help others do that, but also address those mindset issues that hold so many people back, you know, fear of failure, procrastination, overthinking, perfectionism, all those things. So she also became a life coach. So she can help people, you know, really connect with themselves and their own personal confidence, as well as what it takes to launch and grow and sustain a business. So whether or not you are interested in entrepreneurship, this is still a great episode for you because we talk about fear of failure, confidence, goal setting, and committing to yourself and your goals. So check out this episode with Stephanie. If it resonates with you and you do want to work with her and launch your own business or grow your business, please reach out. And if you'd like to work with me about issues with overcoming anxiety so that you can enjoy your life and really live it and go for your goals, please feel free to reach out to me as well. And just go out there and live vibrantly and love your lives. This is the only one you got and you deserve it. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Vibrant Life Allies. I am super excited to have Stephanie here with me today, a business and life coach, but I will let her introduce herself. Stephanie? Yes. Hi, Lisa. Thank you so much for having me here and having this amazing opportunity. So I am, like she said, a business and life coach, and I run the Profit Lounge, which is a coaching area that a lot of entrepreneurs hang out in and usually are in years one, two, and three of business, which I call like the first stage. And I help them chart their path and learn more about themselves so they can grow themselves and their business at the same time. Awesome. Fascinating. So I usually get to this at the end, but where do people go to connect with the Profit Lounge? Yeah. So I have a group on Facebook called the Profit Lounge. You can come in there and see like we have a lot of teachings and people asking questions and kind of leaning on other peers. And then also my website, which is stephanieheller.com has more that you can learn about what we do and how to work together. Okay, awesome. So we're going to dig into that, into what you do and how you help people. But before we get into that, why did you become a coach? Such a good question, (laughs) because it seems obvious, but it like never is. So before this, I owned a personal chef service for 11 years and cooked in people's homes like a real personal chef and to it. Yeah, to have um, eight chefs that work for me and a full time culinary manager. 
So toward the end of that, like years eight, nine, and 10, I started coaching chefs how to start their business. And I got my first coaching program that I did myself to learn how to coach and then kept running the business. And I just loved, I felt like I figured out something and other people wanted to know it. So I was going to teach them how to do it too, which is how a lot of coaches start. And everyone was struggling with the same problems. And they were like, if you figured it out, you know, you have to tell us. So I started doing that for about three years. And then I closed half my business and sold half of it. And then got certified with the Life Coach School because I wanted real tools to help self-coach myself and teach people how to do that too. So my life changed dramatically from coaching. I've had personal coaches. I've been in coaching programs. And I just notice a really big difference in how happy I am in the world and how I can function in the world. And I know those skills and those tools can help others as well. So that's why. That That's an amazing story. And I'm a huge fan of the Life Coach School. That's not who I got certified from, but that, I mean, I love Brooke and that's yeah. that's pretty much what the tools that I use in my coaching are, are all from, from Brooke and from people that have learned from her. So I know that right there tells me that that you've got, you know, the skill set and the knowledge to be a great coach. Right. So you had your own personal chef business. That's amazing. Mm. I yeah. didn't know that people would come in your home and cook for you. I would like to have that. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh my God. Whenever I would go into a, a room, like a party or even a networking thing, and they were like, what did you do? And you said a personal chef, like their eyes light up. And I was like, <laughs> this is the best job to just tell people, you know, that's what you do. So yeah, that's what you did. That's very interesting. So you successfully ran that business and then now you have your own coaching business. Mm -hmm. So that's a, a lot of different experiences that you have along with being able to be a coach to, to help lead people. And I think that's super important because entrepreneurship is a roller coaster ride, mm -hmm. <laughs> or at least that's what I've heard consistently. And so, you know, having a coach like you or this group that you have where people get together, that's absolutely fantastic. Mm -hmm. Totally. So speaking of that roller coaster, what are some of the issues that people are struggling with in starting a business in that first, you know, that the one to three years? Yeah. From what I see from my clients and people who are just reaching out for help are they struggle with, is this the right thing? Like, how do I know this will work? Everybody wants to know if it's going to work before they actually do it. Um, right. Confidence to keep trying or taking the risk and failing at something and then still continuing. A lot of people struggle with that. Also belief in themselves that the service or product they have is good enough or, you know, needed or life-changing enough to work out. And like you said, the roller coasters, a lot of people are not prepared for the up and down. They think it's just going to be this straight line and you're going to open the doors and you'll set up a website and this and that. And then a million people will call you and book you. <laughs> and 
it is never like that, no matter who you are or what you do. So I like to teach them how to self-coach while that is all happening, because it doesn't mean anything is wrong if it doesn't work out the way you think it will. It's just pieces of the puzzle that have to fit together. Right. Absolutely. And that is probably where the roller coaster, it exists in our mind, right? In our thoughts. Mm -hmm. Because I know for me, it was going between that belief of, I can't do this. It's, It's overwhelming. It's too much. And this should be going much better than it is, right? It should be easy. Like, like you said, right. I opened it up. Where are the people? If you build right. it, they will come. <laughs> so that, you know, those are kind of the two mindsets people can have. And I think, you know, having that understanding that, like you said, nothing's gone wrong. It's not a straight line, like you said. Yeah. So these are all really great areas, you know, to, to work on, not just with starting a business, but in life. So, you know, people are coming to you they want to start their own business, or maybe they've kind of started a bit, but they want to know, is this going to work? How do you help them work through that? Yes. Everyone wants to know the how before they do it. Usually people come and say like, how do I know this is going to work? Or I don't know what to do next. Like they want this how plan before they're going to spend time or money or try anything and want to know the result or even have the results, usually money or clients before. And it just doesn't work that way at all. We have to show up and try and commit and do whatever we said we were going to do to see and then evaluate if it works and then change one thing if you need or change nothing. It could just be time and then keep going. So part of the coaching I would do is building the belief in themselves that they can do something and failure is the way to learn how everyone doesn't want to fail. So we're like, I don't want to be embarrassed. I don't want to be scared. I don't want to try and fail or spend money and not get it back. So we just stay in the cave and kind of do nothing and hide. And then we wonder why we're unhappy and not fulfilled So part of it is teaching them the skill of failing forward. I'm sure you've heard that in these circles and then just being okay with that and dealing with your mind and your emotions when that happens and it will. And I also find a lot of people want the result or the money before enough, or I call it like a tipping point where enough hard work and time and energy and money have been put in, then it tips. Like people will do one or two things and they'll be like, why am I not getting paid thousands of dollars? And I'm like, well, what did you do? (laughs) And then we go over that. So, Right. Absolutely. Yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking when you're saying they want to know the how we, you know, we tend to want to know if we do A, B and C, then we're going to get the result Yeah, because we want to be able to avoid failure, but that's not how it works. (laughs) Exactly. And I did this with personal chef coaching because I had the ABC. I was like, I'm just going to teach people exactly what I did. And it works, but everyone's result is different. And that's when I really saw that their thoughts and how they manage their mind is really the key because they would all get the ABC from me. It works here. I made half a million dollars. Something works, but then they would go do it. 
and they wouldn't get the same results. So then we would coach on a lot of the action. I don't know. Do you know the model or you've heard of it? Yes. Okay. We'll assume your audience knows a tiny bit about it. (laughs) I would coach always to the action line and try to change the action, but wouldn't address what came before it, you know, the feelings you need for it and the thoughts. So that's how I knew the exact how isn't really the deciding factor. It's your thoughts and feelings doing it. And you have to just be willing to fail and feel the emotion, which no one wants to do, like you said. Right. Nobody wants to fail. But that's one of the great things about having a coach is is learning the thoughts that you're having about failure that are making it something that you want to avoid at all costs and how to work through that so that you can realize, you know, failure is a part of the process. It's normal. It's expected. You just keep going. Totally. So that's very important then helping people understand how it's going to work and how failure is part of the process. What is something else that people tend to struggle with in the early years or early getting started on their business? Yeah, I think people don't really know how to make a commitment and how to set a goal and stick to it. Right. Of the same sort of reasons, like don't want to fail, don't want to say the goal out loud or say the commitment or really try really hard because mm. then when you fail, you'll feel horrible. Right. But um, learning to commit to something is a skill and you have to practice it. And especially when you don't see the evidence out in front of you, like why aren't 10 people calling me a day or why does nobody click on my shop to buy is directing your brain to the wrong thing. And that is also what a lot of people do if you're not focused on the commitment and the goal. So that's why I teach commitment and goal setting as a way to direct your brain, because your brain will offer you all sorts of crazy stuff to Mm -hmm. sidetrack you, to stop you, to everything, to protect you. I mean, it thinks it's doing something good, which it is, but we have evolved as people and we want more out of life. And part of it is committing to something, doing it and showing up, even if you don't want to, even if it's hard, even if you don't feel like it. And that I see a lot in year one, because it's almost like I'm not committed to the business yet. And I don't know if it's going to work. And if you think of your business as a person and you're not committed to them, like your you know, spouse or partner, how do you think it's going to feel toward you? If you're like, oh, I'll hang out with them one hour a week. You're not going to get what you want from it. Right. That's a very good way to to look at that. Yeah, I like that because I I do know that if that's something I've experienced myself with wanting to do something, but trying to just kind of do it Mm -hmm. because it feels like more of a failure if I try really hard and fail. But Mm -hmm. if I was like, well, you know, I was just tinkering with it. But yeah, imagine if you did that in any other area of your life, if you were just kind of trying to be someone's partner or friend that really wouldn't work out. So you have to make the commitment if you want to have your own business. Yeah. You have to give as much to your business as you want back from it. I didn't get that the first few years of my business. I thought this was something I do to make money and it should give me money right away. It should support me right away. I left a cooking job and money from somewhere else. And I was like, I'm going to do this. 
and it should give me money right away. And it doesn't work like that. Yeah, it's hard to swallow and keep going, but it helps with coaching. Right. Yeah. Oh, and that's a good way to look at it. If you want your business to support you, you have to support your business, Mm -hmm. which really is supporting yourself, right? And your commitment to your goals. Yes. A lot of people see their business as separate than them, an entity outside of you. And it's, I think of it more as a part of me, an extension of me. And I know Brooke says this or some version of this, you have to grow yourself as much as you want to grow your business. Like your business won't grow more than you've grown the leader yourself. Yeah. Like whenever I think I'm scared and I want to hide and not try, my business will reflect that. No, absolutely. That's a very good point. And it, you know, it also connects with that, with confidence. If you have confidence in your business idea and you're like, yeah, this is a great idea, but you have no confidence in yourself, you're still not going to be able to take it anywhere. Mm -hmm. Can't make your business grow further than you have. Mm -hmm. So that is an important thing. And I'm sure that that is a skill that takes thought work that, you know, one of the areas that you coach entrepreneurs with. Mm -hmm. Totally. Absolutely. So let's talk a little bit then about people who maybe are thinking about starting their own business what would you say to them? Like, where are they probably stuck right now? Is it confidence? Is it procrastination? Both. (laughs) I would say, (laughs) I would say also, you have to be willing to fail. And your success is built on a pile of a million failures. And if you look at anyone who's extremely successful, even like Jeff Bezos, or Elon Musk, you know, from Tesla, these guys have failed a trillion times before they were the mega successes that we know them as. And they continue to fail now. We just don't know it as the public. So if you can get good at that skill and keep trying, you will succeed no matter what. But for people that are toying with an idea or maybe have a job that they want to replace the income or they're not sure if entrepreneurial life is right for them, I suggest a couple things. First is to like verify your business idea in the public that it's wanted and needed and people are already paying for it. Because some entrepreneurs come from this thing of this is how I'm happy and I want to bring my skill and joy and this is how I feel happy versus what does the market really need and want. You kind of have to match both sides. And When people don't match both sides, it is harder for them to understand kind of what's going on in the beginning. I had a prospect that wanted to do mindfulness for kids in schools, which is a great idea. Sure. You know, kids need help. It's a great skill and it benefits them and this and that, but she didn't do any of the work to see what was already in the marketplace, who was paying for it, why they would pay for this, doing a lot of that before gets together a lot of the why. So you're not like hanging out of nowhere. You're not just throwing it out and seeing if someone wants it, you know, it's wanted. That's one thing I would say having a realistic plan and a timeline because we're obsessed with like viral media and like you send one post Mm -hmm. and you sell a million dollars worth of, I don't know what, 
but that is like a fantasy. And I mean, yes, it does happen, but it's, it's not realistic. So I like to plan for the whole first year and you make a commitment to that whole year. And for a lot of people, that's scary because they've never committed. And most people that do coaching with me, they set a goal to leave their job. Usually it's within the six months we work together and they usually do it in half the time because something happens when you commit that if their goal was to leave their job in six months and they did it in three, because they've committed and put money toward it and did so much work that they are now have the income coming in and learning the skills that they're able to do it. But it only happens when you commit. That's true. That's a very good point. You have to make that commitment or you'll probably just keep hanging Mm -hmm. on to it. So that's really helpful. I I love that you give, you're able, like we talked about at the beginning to have kind of the coaching, the mindset stuff, but then also the practical things like verifying your business idea and being realistic about the time and the effort it takes. And I I just especially love talking about failure and that you said success is built on a, a pile of failures. I think that one of the the issues with the overthinking and the procrastination is looking for ways to avoid that failure, you know, which we've Mm -hmm. talked about a lot today. And the answer is uh, you're going to fail. So you don't need to overthink it anymore. It's going to (laughs) happen. Go for it. (laughs) Yeah. Almost expect it or anticipate it. We talk about anticipating the obstacles and then having a strategy for it. One of your obstacles is going to be failing. It's going to be, you don't get the results you want for X, Y, Z, then what's your strategy? Right. How you manage that is what makes it a success in the long run. Mm -hmm. So I know that there are definitely people listening that are ready for their business to grow. They're, They're frustrated. They're struggling with some of these issues we've talked about. How can they reach out to you about working with you as a coach? Yeah. So first, come to my Facebook group and see if you like what's going on there and the teaching style and just the stuff, like if it makes sense to you. And then you can go to my website and book a free consult. And one thing that I'm working on now for February, um, March and April, the next three months is having clients map out their whole first year in business. And we do it in six months coaching. So they have the whole plan for the entire year that we do in the first six months. That's amazing. And yeah, you will build the how yourself, like the client, but I show you how to take responsibility for your decisions and your choices because a lot of people don't want to do that. And then they don't have anything to come back to, so they want to quit. And also feeling your emotions. We do a lot of that and actually how to do that because that comes up in business. That would be the best way to reach me. Absolutely. And we will have that information in the show notes for them as well. So obviously a lot of value here. And I think as an entrepreneur myself, I definitely, I have, and I recommend getting a business coach. So anyone who's interested in starting a business or in that, you know, one to three year beginning stages and struggling or just ready to kind of level up and really start moving things along. Stephanie would be a fantastic resource for you. Do you have any, any last words, like any tip or just something that you would like to share with 
those people listening who are in these stages of business? Sure. I would say trust your instincts and do everything like it means something. (laughs) I know that sounds weird, but like when we're telling ourselves like, oh, this doesn't matter and I'll just try this or I don't need to show up early or I don't need to prepare. When you do everything like it matters, because it does, it's your life, your results are very different. It's like mini commitments to get you used to committing to yourself and what you say you're going to do. And that's a bedrock of a new business owner. And then make decisions from there. I love that. Do everything like it matters. If it doesn't, why are you doing it? Yeah. (laughs) That's a great quote. A perfect you know, thing to leave the audience with. Thank you so much for, for being here today and sharing with us a lot of great value. And I know that people are going to benefit from this episode as well as those who reach out to you. It's going to be transformational. Yes, it was a bunch of fun. Thank you so much. Thank you. And everyone, if this resonated with you today, please reach out to Stephanie. Check out her links in the show notes. And I know it's going to be amazing for you. I'm excited. And just go out there and live vibrantly.